restaurant with two locations in Florida's Gulf Coast, Lakewood Ranch and St. Armand Circle. A New York-style Italian clam bar, Speaks offers fresh house-made pasta with homemade marinara sauce that runs on three speeds, sweet, medium, and hot. A wide variety of delicious, fresh seafood, craft cocktails all joyfully served in Prohibition-style decor have made Speaks Clam Bar a favorite destination for locals and visitors alike. A unique approach to accommodating guests with dietary restrictions has made Speaks one of the favorite among doctors and health enthusiasts. Bring your family and friends to Speaks today or get takeout. Our teams are always happy to welcome you. Welcome to the Business Kitchen Show, where every week we'll be cooking up some fun recipes to help you succeed in business. Our guests will be sharing time-tested and delicious business recipes, as well as some new cutting-edge ones. Every recipe has a story, and every chef adds their own unique flavor to the dish. Just like each business strategy has its own story, and owners work hard to make their mark. Here at the Business Kitchen, you can be sure to find your own recipe for success. Happy Thursday and welcome to the Business Kitchen Show. My name is Natalia Levy. I will be a host today, but I don't host the show alone. And I have my fabulous co-host Tatiana coming in from Sarasota, Florida. Hi, Tatiana. Hey, Natalia. How are you? I am awesome. I love our show so much. And at the Business Kitchen Show, we always encourage our viewers and listeners to look for all kinds of solutions that are outside of the traditional business recipe box. And we also always invite you to watch our show live on video on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash business kitchen show. Today, it's all about community. It's all about bringing in more resources. And I am absolutely so excited about our guest today. But before we bring her on, I wanted to start the show today with a quote by Helen Keller. And the quote is, alone, we can do so little. Together, we can do so much. Tatiana, what do you think about it? Isn't that so powerful? I love that. My favorite quote is, together we have everything. So it aligns so well with what you just said. Yes. And that's what we do. We bring you amazing guests that share so many important insights that you can take away and start implementing right away. And I'm so, so thrilled about today's guest. She is an impact programs manager for the educational programs at the James Beard Foundation. During her time at the foundation, she has launched a Waste Not, a free online curriculum that trains culinary school instructors to reduce food waste in their classrooms. Emily manages the foundation's women's leadership program, which is which include women's entrepreneurial leadership and owning it, which are the programs that are committed to enhancing the careers of women in the hospitality industry. Emily also runs the foundation's scholarship program, which is made up of 34 unique scholarships that are given to those pursuing a career in the culinary, hospitality, and food systems industries. Most recently, 
Emily launched openforgood.com, a new website that provides support resources and mentorship to help the hospitality industry recover from COVID-19. Prior to working with the James Beard Foundation, Emily served as an account manager at 33 across and Food 52. And she received her master's degree in food studies from NYU, which is the school where that my daughter is dreaming to go to. <laughs> but Emily concentrated on food systems and culinary leadership. Emily graduated with a bachelor's degree in global studies from Lehigh University. Emily Rothkrock, welcome to Business Kitchen Show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. This is so fun. Hey, Emily, oh, nice to have you on. <laughs> so, Emily, you're joining us from New York. How's it going there? How's the weather? Oh, I am. The weather is amazing. I hate the heat, and I love a nice fall day, <laughs> so I couldn't resist an opportunity to, like, put on this cozy sweater and just enjoy the 60 degree weather mm -hmm. this is like a dream to me mm -hmm. but oh i, I we actually woke up to some cold. cool weather yeah. in sarasota finally oh yes nice. and yesterday too mm -hmm. it was nice and mm -hmm. starting to cool cool off a little bit it's no longer 90 in the 90s we're getting down to 80s and 70s <laughs> so that that's always refreshing um so Emily, thank you so much for being on the show today. We have so much information to get through because you, oh my gosh, every every time that I either read something about you or uh, hear anything from the James Beard Foundation, it is it is such a phenomenal uh, resource. So now you do a lot with the with the James Beard Foundation and all the impact programs. So. Currently, what is the core of your focus? Because we know the situation is dire for the restaurants. Um, so what are you focusing on at this time? Yeah, so after COVID hit, we really sort of scrambled, uh, we at the foundation scrambled to figure out how we could reimagine our current programming to support the hospitality industry. Um, the hospitality industry is so important to our national economy. It contributes more to the economy than the airline industry, which got a bailout and the restaurant industry didn't. Mm -hmm. um, and so we really wanted to help help them, figure out how to help them. So we launched a few things pretty quickly. One was the restaurant relief fund uh, that we gave out mm -hmm. to entrepreneurs who were struggling. We, we mm -hmm. were able to fundraise for that. Uh, and then we launched a new campaign called openforgood.com, which is aimed at helping restaurants survive, rebuild, and thrive from the effects of COVID-19. Um, that has a couple of different components, but the, the main one that I work on was building this website, openforgood.com. It's brand new, and it has all of these resources, both that the James Beard Foundation has put out, but also from partners mm -hmm. and other folks who are producing all of this great content to help the restaurant industry. Um, on top of that, I'm also working on our Women's Entrepreneurial Leadership Program, which starts on Monday. Mm -hmm. It's normally an in-person program for, for 25 or for 20 women. And this year, because it's virtual, we were able to select 25 fellows from across the industry. They're all mm -hmm. women who own their own businesses. Um, and we focus a lot on entrepreneurship training. We call it like a mini MBA. So we oh, wow. talk about yeah. a ton of things. Yeah, it's really exciting. I can't wait. 
Um, but this time around, we obviously had to change a few things. And so we wanted to make sure we were addressing how to be resilient from COVID. And I think underscoring all of this is that there are so many changes and so many things that um, we need to fix within the restaurant industry that we needed to fix pre-COVID. And so using this situation that we're in, um, that's been so difficult for so many to rebuild with an eye on um, financial financial sustainability, sorry, um, environmental (laughs) sustainability, and also mental and emotional sustainability, these things that have sort of been Mm -hmm. difficult in the past. So really excited about that. Yeah, sure. All very important factors right there. Mm -hmm. So Emily, before the show, we talked about this entrepreneurship training that you guys are working on. And a big part of that is, you know, addressing, helping people who struggle with moving forward because they feel stuck or how they are stuck in their own way. How does one realize that they are in their own way? Yeah, I think in industries like the hospitality industry, all sorts of creative artistic industries, it's really hard Mm -hmm. for people to see their craft in a different way or see it from a different perspective. Mm -hmm. So what we advise entrepreneurs to do is to revisit their business plan on a regular basis, whether that's every Mm -hmm. six months, every year, every two years, and it doesn't need to be, you know, on a set schedule, but just make sure that you're going back and looking at your business plan occasionally to, One, make sure that you're adhering to the values that you set forth, the mission Mm -hmm. statement that you put forth. Um, Also to take a look at your numbers again, make sure that the Mm -hmm. revenue that you're seeing come in is similar-ish or close Mm -hmm. enough to what you were projecting. Obviously there's Mm -hmm. gonna be some discrepancy here and there, but that can really help you discover if there's something that's not working with your business model. Mm -hmm. I think it can be really difficult if you have this vision, you wanted to do something your whole life. Mm -hmm. Um, It can be difficult to admit to yourself when something isn't working. And so Mm -hmm. the numbers aren't gonna lie to you, the facts aren't gonna lie to you. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it can be a really good way to help sort of see it from this outside perspective that can help you retool Mm -hmm. some things and change some things. I think flexibility for business owners is key not holding on so tight to to the things that you set forth. You obviously still want to maintain your own values. You want to make sure that the more philosophical elements of your business are intact, but there's always something that you can tweak or change to make it more financially sustainable. Mm-hmm. Well, that's such yeah, a good sure. point with, with reviewing the finances, and especially now one of the things that we have done and we also have uh, share that with other businesses what we have done is is to go over all the expenses right now because especially as restaurants we have so many different services that we subscribe to and and we were able mm-hmm. to to really see what do those numbers look like are those services that we're using you know is there anything mm-hmm. that we can live without just to really mm-hmm. evaluate that financial aspect of that so that's definitely been extremely helpful with streamlining th- those financial mm-hmm. goals now, Emily, you had mentioned the women's entrepreneurship leadership programs, and uh, I'm actually within the Facebook group for within the James Beard Foundation with the women's leadership uh, group. And the resource that, that you guys have been providing are really incredible. And as a woman business owner and restaurateur, I, I'm always so grateful. So with 
with the women being leaders are there any kind of key skills that we really should be embracing more yeah i think knowing your numbers is the number one thing that you can do it's the number one skill that you can have that isn't even really that much of a skill anybody can do it it's just a matter of drilling down into the data and making sure that you know exactly what you're you're pitching um, I found it that to be helpful advice in anything. So if you're presenting, you know, to other coworkers, or let's say you don't work in the hospitality industry, but you need to have an important meeting with somebody, it's always really helpful to understand your own numbers and how they fit into the larger context and, and into the larger industry of the person that you're speaking to. It just makes you seem prepared. It makes you seem smart. And I think mm -hmm. for women especially, there is a, a notion and a stereotype that, you know, we're not good with numbers and we're bad at math mm -hmm. and all this stuff that's just not true. And so being able to be super firm on that can help dispel some of these really awful stereotypes. Um, mm -hmm. Negotiating is another area where I think women struggle or are seen in, in a certain way. Mm -hmm. It's one of the the areas that we focus on a ton in the WELL program, we devote an entire session mm -hmm. to negotiation and negotiating practice. Mm -hmm. uh, it's hard because we're, to we're told what, when we grow up that we need to sort of back off, we have to be acting mm -hmm. in a certain way and let other people sort of take the reins. And I think, you know, mm -hmm. negotiating is one of those skills where you can't let people take advantage of you, even if it feels impolite or something mm -hmm. like that. That said, one of the things that I think about a lot was a New York Times article that I can't remember what it was called now, but I'm, I'll, I'll find it and I'll let you know. But it was saying how with this era of lean in, uh, all, a lot of the advice to women who are coming up in the business world is to act more mm -hmm. like a man, to act aggressive, to be mm -hmm. you know, firm and to be strong and all, and all that, all those sorts of qualities. Mm -hmm. I'm not like that at all. I'm just not an aggressive mm -hmm. person. I'm really like, I like mm -hmm. to be nice to other people and it's just not really my energy. And so I've, I couldn't mm -hmm. figure out why that advice didn't speak to me personally. Cause I was like, I don't think mm -hmm. I'm ever going to act like that <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> no. And there I respect and love people that, that are more aggressive. So it has nothing to do with, you know, mm -hmm. preferring one thing over the other. But what this article ultimately said was that, we shouldn't have to act more like men in order to get respect, that mm -hmm. we should be respected based on our own merits and our own accomplishments. Mm -hmm. And so embracing some more traditionally like feminine traits can, mm -hmm. can also be a strength and using that softer side of yourself, if you have it, using that softer side to, and using that to your advantage and trying to see that as a strength and not a weakness. So I think about that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That honestly speaks to me so much, mostly because I feel like I have a little bit more of an aggressive personality as far as, you know, how business comes and everybody always comments on it and says, oh, wow, you're so like aggressive. How can I be more like that? I feel like that's something that we're not really taught. So it's sometimes it's almost like it feels like I shouldn't be because they're always saying that women aren't found to be aggressive. Um, so I don't know. I appreciate that about myself, even if it is something that you typically see in men. I feel like it's gotten me where I am today, and I feel like really confident because of it.
Totally. And, and I think I'm more, strength. Emily, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. sorry. Oh. I was going to say I that I, I can relate to how you are, Emily, very much with bringing my softer side and the nurturing and the nourishing. Mm -hmm. I'm always baking stuff and bringing that mm -hmm. to the teams as well. So thank you so much for bringing that up. Yeah. Yeah, it's all strengths, you know, it's all about not having to act in a certain way that doesn't feel natural mm -hmm. to you or good to you. Um, mm -hmm. And being able to be evaluated from a business perspective, from a professional mm -hmm. perspective, being able to mm -hmm. be evaluated on your own merits and what you've been able mm -hmm. to achieve and not, you know, how you how you act. So mm -hmm. for sure. And earlier, you talked about um, having a lot of resources on the website that you guys created. And, you know, right now, one of the main challenges for business owners is the lack of, you know, resources and time. Um, do you have, or, you know, it does seem to be pretty scattered. There are a lot of resources out there, but they're not uh, typically in one place. Are you, are there any informational resources that you would recommend? Yeah, so I would recommend openforgood.com. <laughs> does have all of these resources in one place you'll find a great guide from the usda that uh outlines all of your local policies and everything mm -hmm. from you know policies that relate to farmers to restaurant owners and and all of that in between mm -hmm. we have a safety first guideline that the james beard foundation developed with the aspen institute that lays out a plan to reopen safely with an eye towards mm -hmm. sanitation and you know, keeping those guidelines in place. Um, mm -hmm. We also on on that website have all of our past webinars that we've done. So we, mm -hmm. we do industry support webinars twice a week and they are all on topics mm -hmm. related to COVID and rebuilding. We have some amazing speakers. Mm -hmm. um, we're about to announce a new webinar series that is gonna have to do with um, with sort of rebuilding and how we can do that. So we'll cover mm -hmm. things like mental health, mentorship, conflict resolution and mediation, which I know is a big one right now in areas where diners are, you know, refusing to wear masks and there, there can be that tension. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And another one on creating an agile business model so that if and when another kind of crazy pandemic situation happens again, we'll all be better prepared in terms of, you know, mm -hmm. how that's laid out in our business plan. So. That's all on openforgood.com um, and the search functionality is really great. And so one other thing that I just wanna mention quickly is that on the website also we have a mentorship portal which is presented by KitchenAid, our partners over at KitchenAid. The mentorship portal is essentially LinkedIn for hospitality professionals. So mentees can go in, they can filter by different skills and find a list of mentors that have already agreed to to mentor you um, and that can provide expertise on those specific skills. So it ranges mm -hmm. from real estate and finance to women's leadership or organizational team mm -hmm. leadership and that's all on there. And we have some amazing, amazing mentors. Chef Tiffany Derry is on there. Chef Mary Sue Milliken mm -hmm. is on there. Um, so a lot of like really kind of heavy hitters in the industry are all mm -hmm. already in want to help. So I'd encourage you if you're looking for a mentor to mm -hmm. definitely go check it out. And a request mm -hmm. that that's brilliant i've actually i uh, re did reach out to somebody on that uh through that initiative and uh, i know i've been ready for a mentor for for the last year and i've been trying to manifest myself 
<laughs> once so when when this came up i was i jumped all over it and i i remember i sent you an email right away i'm like emily oh my gosh this is so exciting so much gratitude to you guys and KitchenAid for putting this together so is this open more for women in the hospitality industry or, or with the you know how does this mentorship program works yeah so it's open to everybody with an emphasis on mentorship for women and BIPOC. Mm -hmm. When we get into any sort of natural disaster, global pandemic, for example, the communities that are hit the hardest are women and people of color. And so while mm -hmm. it is open for everybody, we, we did reach out to mentors um, with a specific sort of eye towards helping women mm -hmm. and helping people of color. Uh, we wanted to just make these networks visible because historically in the past, these communities have had a harder time finding mentors. And so this platform really addresses that discrepancy and, and makes it all possible. So I hope, I hope people use it. I think it's really great. I had somebody reach out to me, which was really exciting. I was like, I don't think anyone's gonna reach out to me on here, but, but someone did and it was so nice, it was great. Oh. So that's that's awesome and i and i do believe so strongly in mentoring and helping everybody within the community because we started the show with a quote uh alone we can do so little and together we can do so much a quote by helen keller and it just represents th that together if we can co uh, uh co, co uh create ideas and just share everything and something that that i started doing is it, it started off with with helping my team during the most stressful times in march and i started mindful monday minute which i now share with everybody in within the industry and those are health care mm -hmm. tips there's just I've, i have a decade of mindful of wellness training mm -hmm. so sharing that so self-care it's huge right now emily right so what why uh, do you have like one key tip as we're wrapping up? What would be your one key self-care tip for our listeners? Yeah, I think chefs and restaurant hospitality professionals are givers, they're nourishers, and that mm -hmm. is very core to their identity. So it can be mm -hmm. really hard to justify taking care of yourself. But but mm -hmm. I what I always say is you can't pour from an empty cup. You can't help others mm -hmm. if you aren't able to help yourself. And Rachel Sheeran, mm -hmm. who is a speaker, she spoke on TEDx. She's really great. She she likes to make the analogy like put on your own mask before putting on someone else's mask. Like it's a I don't know mm -hmm. I botched it, but it's an airplane mm -hmm. analogy. Um, but essentially, it's like you have to have to take care of yourself if you are going to be mm -hmm. able to take care of other people. I think for hospitality professionals in general, there's a lot of resources out there. Uh, not nine to five organization is one for specifically mm -hmm. for hospitality workers. And um, mm -hmm. I got your back is the other one. And I'm sure there's more, but those two just have like mm -hmm. a ton of resources. So if you're struggling with mental health, addiction or depression, which are really widespread in our industry, mm -hmm. definitely go take a look there. Um, you're not, you're not alone. We're all sort of going through this. And I think in an industry where mental health is already an issue compounded by this other issue of a global pandemic and sort of mm -hmm. national yeah. national unrest Emily, and uncertainty. Yes. It's really important to take care of yourself right now. Yeah, sure. Emily, thank you so much. This was absolutely amazing. And we'll put those resources in the show notes. Thank you so much for coming on. This was such a brilliant, incredible episode. Mm -hmm. Thanks for coming in 
and sharing all the resources and sharing you and inspiring us to to stay and embrace all of our amazing positive qualities thank you so much to everybody for joining us and we'll until next week healthy intent inspires you to live a healthier life it's so easy to bump health down the priority list behind the business phone calls family commitments and let's face it anything else until we are diagnosed with something that forces us to make a change their online healthy cooking academy has incredible classes that will help you make significant progress in your kitchen whether cooking for yourself or your family or you can subscribe to healthy intent youtube channel for quick tips and more fun recipes we all want to look better feel better and have more energy for life and business start every day with healthy intent and follow them at healthyintent.com you've been listening to the business kitchen show tune in each week for saucy interviews with business owners and to pick up fresh ingredients for your business success the conversation continues after each episode on the business kitchen show facebook page for the full show menu visit businesskitchenshow.com